0: You are listening to The Sun on the Strip. I'm Brock Radke, entertainment writer for the Las Vegas Sun. And every Wednesday, I'll have an exclusive conversation with someone who is being fabulous on the Las Vegas Strip, as well as an update on what's going on in the world of entertainment here in Vegas. Thanks for listening. If you're listening to this Hot Off the Podcast Presses on Wednesday, September 22nd, you might be, like most Las Vegas live music fans, nursing a Life is Beautiful hangover. The Downtown Festival returned this past weekend with incredible performances from the likes of Green Day, Billie Eilish, Tame Impala, Megan Thee Stallion, Elenium, and ASAP Rocky, whose girlfriend Rihanna was in the audience on Sunday night, and so many more. By all accounts, it was a huge success for LIB after being forced to take 2020 off, like all big music festivals did. Uh, there's some super cool coverage of the weekend you can read right now at lasvegasweekly.com. Festivals are back, and the next one is coming up soon. EDC 2021 will be held at the Las Vegas Motor Speedway on October 22nd through the 24th. Moving from downtown Las Vegas to the Strip, or very close to the Strip, a couple of fantastic shows. Both favorites of mine are making their comebacks this week. The Bronx Wanderers are back on stage in Las Vegas, this time at the Westgate Cabaret with their rock and Residency show. For the first proper ongoing gig, since the pandemic shut them down at their former home at Harrah's. They started up on Monday and are playing nightly, except Fridays. And Opium, the space-age comedy variety show at the Cosmopolitan, finally returns on Friday night. It's running two shows a night, Wednesday through Sunday. I wrote about Opium this week and its new neighbor, the Italian restaurant Super Frico, which was also created by Spiegel World for Las Vegas Weekly Magazine, and you can check that out tomorrow at LasVegasWeekly.com. What else did I write this week? Well, I interviewed Hillary Scott from Lady A. Since the Country Act is playing Virgin Las Vegas on Saturday night, you can go read that right now at LasVegasSun.com. And right now I'm working on my Curtain Up column, where I'm going to bring you up to speed on new Vegas concert announcements from Maroon 5 and Foreigner, and share some of my chat with Sammy Hagar, who is performing On the Roof, at Beer Park tonight to promote his new canned cocktails. You can read all that stuff this week and other stuff like it every Thursday in Curtain Up. Just keep clicking on lasvegassun.com. Okay, let's get to the main event, an interview that needs no introduction, so I'll keep it short and sweet. Donny Osmond is back on the strip where he belongs. His new residency show is amazing and you should go see it. Even if you're not a fan, it's at Harrah's showroom and when we spoke recently about it, I had just seen the show and while I was there, he announced that it's already been extended through next year, 2022. So that's great news for everybody. That's where we're going to pick this one up, my convo with the one and only Donny Osmond.
1: When I got the call, I thought, "Oh, this is fantastic!" Because you, you never know, Brock. You never really know what's going to happen. And uh, when they told me it's extended through the end of twenty two, I thought, "Oh my goodness, this is fantastic! I'm going to be in show business for another year."
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny. It's funny to, that you say it that way because I feel like this show, you know, given your success in Vegas already. This show is, you know, you never want to say anything is a sure thing, but I mean, it was looking really good. And then you opened up, the sales were great. The show's amazing. So it's not surprising to have it happen. But like you said, it's still, uh, you never know.
1: Yeah. You never know. You've been doing this a long time, Brock, and you just never know. Kind of like the, uh, what I, I put in there. Is it like that rap last night where I said, uh, we opened and closed on the very same night on Broadway. (laughs) And I wanted to put those in there because it's, you know, the successes are even sweeter when you have the failures and boy, was that a failure. (laughs) But I I love the part where I said, I know what will save me. And uh, uh, a guest on the love boat will save me. (laughs) That's one of my favorite parts.
2: I definitely wanted to ask you about the auto rapography and I don't want to give, I don't want to give too much away Uh, for people who haven't seen the show yet, but it's really mind-blowing. I've never seen anybody do anything like that live on stage before. The preparation for that must have been super intense. Huge.
1: Huge. The the memorization of that took a long, long time. And uh, my music director, Keith Harrison, he's the one that, that kind of assembled it all together. We collaborated, and I said, I'd like this in and this and this. Of course, it's all chronological anyway. And then uh, I thought, how in the world am I going to do this? This thing is almost 10 minutes long. And
2: um, so it took a long time to, to, uh, to memorize. Well, that guy is a genius because that thing is just, yeah. it just keeps, going, a and you, you keep yeah. changing the pace of it too. It's really exciting yeah. to watch.
1: It gets faster and faster. But when I came up with the idea, I, I, I called uh, Raj Kapoor, my director, up, and I said, what do you think? If Because we're trying to put six decades in 90 minutes. And I said, what do you think about me doing a rap? And he starts laughing. He said, Johnny, that is a brilliant idea. Call Keith right now. So I get Keith on the phone. I said, Keith, I just mentioned this to, to Raj. What if I did a rap? He, and he starts laughing. He said, Johnny, if you're willing to do it, let's jump into it and let's do it right. I said, let's create a masterpiece. I didn't know if it was going to be 10 minutes long. Originally it was supposed to be six decades, six minutes, but there was too much information and we had to extend it to 10.
2: It's emblematic of the whole show because you, you know, you open this show, you kind of call your shot. You tell us what you're going to do, appeal to the different generations uh, of fans mm-hmm. that you have. And then, and then you do it, but you do it with a lot of different and unexpected flair, I would say. Well, thank you.
1: I appreciate that. But, uh,
2: that means a lot because there's a lot of
1: thought that's gone into this, and it 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 does pose, as I had mentioned last night, it does pose a challenge to uh, appeal to different generations. So that was that was the other one it's one of the main reasons why I did the rep. Because you know it's funny because sometimes when I mention that I'm Captain Lee Shang in Mulan, people say, "That's you? You're kidding me!" <laughs> and uh, so I, I kind of get some reactions from people, uh, at that part of the, the rap Some people say, I had no idea. And then there are other people. That's how they know you, right? That's how they, that's first... how they know me. Yeah. they have no idea about puppy love or anything like
2: that. I'm just Captain Shank or I'm a peacock. Well, there's also a lot of new music in this show, which is something that you, you probably didn't have much space for in your, in your previous Vegas show with Marie, of course. Um, a lot of that stuff sounds a lot like the stuff that we're hearing on the radio these days.
1: Well, that's uh, a nice compliment. Thank you. Now I, I set out to do a, a record that was relevant, and uh, I surrounded myself with a lot of amazing people, a lot of amazing musicians, writers, um, but obviously it has to come from me, but the, the lyric content of this album is, is really deep when you get Right down to, and you drill down to what I'm saying, the pictures I'm I'm painting with the lyric, and but the music I wanted to be um, very relevant. In fact, worked with uh, people like Rance Dobson, who is in the circles of the Bruno Mars circle, um, to get that feel, get the R and B feel, and then the, some just amazing musicians and then I did this duet I closed the show last night with a song called Let's All Dance mm-hmm. but on the record uh, if you get a chance to hear it I do a duet with Charlie Wilson and mm-hmm. he takes that song to a whole other level and uh, it was such a great collaboration
2: a classic voice of soul Throughout time right there, it's hard to compare anybody to Charlie Wilson. Is that somebody no. that you are, you've are like you been a fan of and have wanted to collaborate with for a while? Or?
1: Well, I'll tell you a little thing, and, and not very many people are going to catch this, but at the end of the song, I made him sing a certain phrase that made me become a Charlie Wilson fan back in uh, when you dropped a bomb on me, came out. Because if you remember the song, he sings... Cause you turn me on. When I produced his vocals, I said, "Charlie, you've got to put that phrase in this song." And he starts <laughs> laughing. And I said, "No, no, I'm serious, Charlie. You have to put that phrase. So when you hear it at the very end, before the song ends, um, let's all dance tonight, 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 tonight it together." He sings, "Cause you turn me on." <laughs> <laughs> So you, the answer to your question is yes. I've I've been a Charlie fan ever since that record came out.
2: Do you think the music in the show is going to change a little bit as you continue to settle in, or just to freshen things up sometimes, or is it pretty pretty dialed in at this point?
1: It's dialed in. Yeah, we we started this. Uh, I mean, when you surround yourself with the best, with like Raj Kapoor and, and uh, Tom Sutherland, who who lit this thing, it's like one of the best in the business. And then even the dancers, we, uh, we held an audition months ago for four dancers. And there were only supposed to be four. And 200 people show up. All 200 were so capable, and it was almost like American Idol. Everybody had a number. And I got it down to eight. And I turned to my producer. I said, I don't know where you can find it in the budget, but we're expanding." to eight dancers from four so. (laughs) (laughs) I got uh, eight fabulous dancers. It's rumored that I have the best band in Las Vegas because of the audition process that we went through there. The crew is second to none. Everybody is just working their butts off on this show. Um, So to make alterations,
2: not very many
1: because it's dialed.
2: The dancers definitely add a lot to the show, and, and there's not a lot of shows like this and rooms like this that have that many dancers. The band, same thing, really yeah. brings a lot yeah. on the stage. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a full stage, isn't it? So, you're going to be at Harrah's uh, pretty much right up until December at this point, and then uh, now, of course, you're going to be back in the new year. Do you think that your off stage time in Las Vegas will be different? somehow than it was during the, the long run at the Flamingo with Marie?
1: Not a lot of offstage uh, off time, to be honest with you. By the time I come down from the show and the adrenaline and everything, it's, you know, one, two in the morning. And then you get up, you work out, and by the time you're finished doing that with breakfast and everything, it's time to start warming up because I do a pre-show uh, instead of a meet and greet. And um, so there's not a lot of downtime. And then I, I actually live in Utah. So know, um, I'm, I'm in Utah all day Saturday and fly in for the show Saturday night. But I'm, I'm in Utah Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, flying for show Tuesday. So not a lot of off time. Yeah, but when there is off time, in fact, I was just talking about this just a second ago. I, take the, I took my little grandkids out to Red Rock. Uh, not long ago and we do some rock climbing and, and uh, there's so much
2: to do here. close enough you don't have to be here but if you want to be here it's pretty easy like you said having it, family and stuff like that. Exactly. You really seem to be enjoying yourself last night. Uh, you did so many different things like we said packed so much different music into it. Did this Does this show experience the from the very get-go feel a lot different from Uh, what you've done at the Flamingo over the years?
1: Well, yes, it's different in the way that um, it's everything I've done. And to me, that is, it's a celebration more than a show uh, of all the different aspects of show business. And I've had to reinvent myself so many different times. And with those reinventions comes new uh, territory and new mountains to climb. And then when you look back and you can celebrate, like opening up with Soldier of Love, that was one of the biggest records and most important times of my life because that's what got me back on the chart. And then you go back right after that and do Puppy Love, which was a huge mountain. I'll be known for the rest of my life. And then, and everything else in the show are, are the peaks and, and, uh, and sometimes the valleys, but the peaks of a six decade career. It's absolutely, uh exhilarating and it's a celebration. So it's more than just a show. <laughs> it's almost like this is your life. And yeah. uh it's fun to relive it every night. Also brought the uh the fact that everybody's enjoying it. The band enjoys it, the dancers are enjoying it, the crew's enjoying it. And that makes coming to work a lot of fun when everybody's enjoying being here. Because everybody cares.
2: Yeah, it seems like you guys are having as much fun as the audience is. And that's saying yeah. a lot because your fans are dedicated and they can't wait. You know, I was coming into the showroom with a, a big group behind me with T shirts on and everything. I mean a lot of people a lot of people are looking forward to this and have been waiting waiting for this. So it's yeah. really excited yeah. to see it all come together.
1: Well, you know, I'm really fortunate in that respect, Brock, because I've been doing it a long time and I've said it time and time again, but I really do have the most loyal fans in the world. Some of these people have been with me since the beginning. And and now I've got a new following with some of the new things that I've done. So I recognize how fortunate I really am to be able to be in this position.
0: That's it for The Sun on the Strip this week. Thank you for listening. Special thanks to Donnie Osmond and everybody at Caesars Entertainment for the interview go check out the show at harris showroom you will not be disappointed go check out past episodes of the sun on the strip by visiting lasvegassun.com slash podcasts i'll see you next week take care